D. Simon. If you don't play my fucking band and quit bullshitting, I'm going to find out where you live and finger your booty hole. Fuck you. Toodles. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. We're your host, G. Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, uh, I want to apologize in advance. I'm in a fucking mood today. You are in a mood. I am in a mood. I have a bad attitude. And I am not feeling, I'm not feeling like crafting a pod. Yeah. You're screaming at cats, you know? Yeah, but my fucking cat knocks my microphone over, breaks my microphone stand, knocks my uh, bottle of Red Bull on the ground, crushes it with the broken mic stand. Yeah, that's great. Banished him from the room. (laughs) Now I'm in a bad mood, dude. I had a rough rough night last night. Yeah, what happened last night? Fucking Prius died. Oh, yeah. On my way home, rush hour traffic Mm -hmm. in the middle of the goddamn intersection. You ever had that happen? Uh, yeah, actually, that happened in my car like two months ago. It's it, yeah. th- There's nothing that can prepare you yeah. for the horror no, of a moment terrible. like that. It's terrible. Because you like think you can make it home because it's like, <laughs> you're driving along. Well, well, what I'm can't. saying is the, the utter lack of empathy amongst other drivers. Who, is, who A situation like that can happen at any moment. No. At any moment, that can yeah. happen to anybody. Yeah. But yet, when it does happen, they just stare daggers at you mm. scream at you just yeah. the vitriol it's awful well it, it is. mine comes out as soon as somebody yells at me i'm just i become a mania i become a monster are you are you but yeah. so anyway i'm driving the prius the yeah. prius 2007 right that's when the prius is like an 11 year old car you know it's when it 2000 if it's a year 2007 that means it was made in 2006 right so it's an 11 year old car haven't had much trouble with it and the thing is, it's a great car. It's a great car to have in L.A. because you fucking have to fill up like once a month. Sure. Great gas mileage. Yeah. But I haven't had much trouble with it. But now it's getting to the point where things are going to happen. Right. You know, something's going to fail. I have the gas mileage of like a 1977 Eldorado. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah you get good. like what? Like 15 miles the 20, gallon? 20. You gotta, like, day. siphon gasoline yeah. from your neighbors. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I get like fucking 45 miles per gallon. Like, yeah. That thing is great, especially in LA. And so anyway, when when it, something happens to a Prius, when something like a, a, a device breaks in the Prius, it costs like a million dollars in your soul to fix it. Oh, I okay. And I it's did. always some kind of... Uh, part that mm. you've never heard of because it doesn't belong in a normal car. Like they mm. don't like I, I'm familiar with the mechanics of a regular automobile, like okay. a carburetor, yeah, a fucking exhaust pipe, a catalytic converter. Like I, I'm familiar with those type of things. I'm not familiar with like the flux capacitor hydroelectric inverter. Right. And so that's I almost feel like a mechanic's just telling me whatever. Like they're just making this up. Sure, it's you a know? computer. And it, yeah, well, it is. It's like a, it's this alien hybrid technology that they yeah. use to create these Priuses. So what happened to me is I was driving, my car kind of hiccuped. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like driving along. I take a left turn and the car just like hiccups again. And then these warning lights come on 
And so the pre people that have a Prius would know this. Like the dashboard is full of these like cryptic hieroglyphic lights. And when they come on, you don't know what they mean. I think every car has those. Dude. Yeah, but the, this one has like yeah. not like the regular lights. Like you right. know, like you get the little oil light or okay. you know check engine or right. whatever. That this has like you know two two slashes and a a smiling emo emoji looking face. Okay. Another one of like a crying <laughs> face and something that looks like a yeah. like a treble clef. Okay. You're just kind of looking at it like I don't even know what this means. So I yeah. pulled over. And I, I grab the mm. manual and mm. I'm like trying to flip through and it's it's like, okay, mm. you should really get your car checked out. And then the other one's like, no, really, you should get your car checked out. See, it's that's cool how my drive, that's how get your car checked out. Like my warning lights look like that to me. Like it's like, oh, it's a Grecian urn with an exclamation point in the middle. That means your tires are fucked. And the other one's Abraham Lincoln's head and that means like it's on fire. Yeah, that, that, that's yeah. what the, uh, the, the challenger gives you? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. but so you're in the same boat. It's yeah. like these weird hieroglyphics. I don't know what they mean. I can't okay. decipher it. Yeah. But it didn't say like, you know, stop driving now and get a tow. It just said, mm. you should probably maybe tomorrow go get your car checked out. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to take the highway. I'm just going to take city streets. And so I'm, I'm driving. I'm about to take left, take a left turn on San Fernando, which is like a very busy street. Yeah. And I'm in the middle of the left turn lane. The car hiccups again. And just every single light goes on. Light, lights up like a fucking Christmas tree. Every mm -hmm. light's on. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then it just won't shift anymore. Yeah. So I'm stuck in the middle of the intersection. Mm -hmm. So the guys behind me start blasting on their horn. Of course. Screaming, just pounding their yeah. steering wheel. The guys to the right are driving you know, oncoming traffic. They're honking their horn. Oh, yeah. And then the people trying to take a left are honking their horn. So I'm of just course. trying to stand there like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. My, car, my car's stuck. Everyone's angry. Yeah. And it's just like you're I'd sitting be angry. there, like, yeah. I, I mean, I, but yeah. I mean, would you would you eventually have empathy and be like, ah, oh, dude, that, guy, that guy's kind of fucked? I get pretty mean when I draw. I don't know. I, I'm a kind, of, you know. I was just flashing the finger to everybody, just right, every yeah, single yeah. person That's around. That's what me. I would do. That's it was like 360 degrees yeah. of finger. Yeah. And so anyway, I I, I find get, if you get out of the car and walk towards people, they they get freaked out. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I grab my mag lights, start jumping on hoods. Right. <laughs> you get this little Jewish goblin just yeah, jumping yeah. on people's hoods. No, so anyway, but my my girlfriend's she's steering, and I'm trying to push the Prius by myself. Oh yeah, yeah, it looked great. And then a couple dudes come over, and mm. then they help me push it off to the side. And then I had to wait like four hours for a fucking tow truck. Oh, that's from terrible. Geico. Yeah, right. Like, two guys flaked, and finally, like eleven thirty, I tow my car in there. And long story short, the guy, the the mechanic's like, "Oh yeah, it's your." hybrid inverter capsule or whatever of course and i'm like what i don't even know what that does he's yeah. like oh it's you know it's something that pretty much helps your transmission shift into gears and you know that's just how, how these things work i'm like okay well how can you just repair it like he's like no it's it's kaput mm. i'm like okay well what do i do he's like well you can buy a new one it's like okay well, let's just get a new one here how much is it forty five hundred dollars like forty five hundred dollars would yeah. you just like just sell the car, not even sell the car, turn, like, trade it into the dealer and just yeah. like, take it, give me another one. Of course. So I was tempted to do that, but then he's like, well, I can get a salvage one. Hmm. And uh, so I was like, okay, well, maybe get a salvage one then. You just need to make Armenian friends, basically, is what your problem is. Well, this guy's Armenian. Okay, yeah, but you're not his friend. I'm not his friend. You got to make some friends. And then they're like, I know a guy at this shop. You know, like, or if you get a DUI, you can, you know, get um, one of those, the breathalyzer thing, but it doesn't actually... It'll start your car no matter what. Oh, even if you have oh, the breathalyzer yeah, oh, thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, it's a device that bypasses the breathalyzer? Yeah. It oh, just, that's, yeah. That's kind of cool. It's was great. That, was that 
created by Armenians? Like, of did course. they actually build that thing? They're very, in, you know... Industrious people. They are. They yeah, are. innovative. So, you know, I, I go... I, I obviously was like, okay, I got to fix the car. I'll pay it. You said it was going to be around $1,200, $1,500. That's okay. But then I was like, you know, maybe this guy's lying. So I'm looking on like mm. Prius forum, like different forums. Oh, yeah. And uh, these people are like, oh, you just go on Craigslist or eBay and buy that part. And then just install it yourself. You just need a soldering iron. You just have to get a drill. Right. <laughs> and so I'm like, kind of reading this like, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. I doubt I would be able to do that. You got to learn. Yeah, it takes a long time. But I mean, even... I'm not. I, I can't even build IKEA furniture. Right. Yeah. Let alone like fix a Prius. Like install the hybrid inverter. No, you have no business. Whatever. So anyway, long story short, I'm pissed off because I had to pay thirteen hundred dollars to fix that fucking car today. Sucks. Yeah. I mean, yep. you know, that's it's not that much though, as far so, as car bills go. I guess it's not that bad. It's better than having to, to pay for a new car. But here I am bitching about my problems. And yeah. you haven't even had a drink in over, like, what, like six weeks? 40 days. 40 days sober. 40 days. 40 days sober, this guy. Yeah. And tomorrow yeah. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Are you just dreading that? I'm drinking, no, because I fucking hate <laughs> I'm the least Irish person on the planet. And I don't give a fuck about it. You know, I wear orange on St. Patrick's Day. No, but fuck just that. but walking around and seeing all these drunk idiots meandering about doesn't it just make you angry? Um, you're taking drinking for granted. No, I mean I'm going to Betty Ford. You know, during the day, that's where I spend my days. So, do they have any like St. Patrick's Day decorations? I don't know. Like Betty Ford. Like, do, are they are they in the uh, the St. Patrick's Day spirit? No, but I, one if there's one thing I've learned at Betty Ford, it's that Betty Ford looks a lot like Blanche from the Golden Girls, like suspiciously a lot. Like the slutty Golden yeah. Girl. Yeah. So I don't know. You get the you get the leprechaun hmm. in there somewhere, and you, you you really have something. Would you have boned Rue McClanahan, who played Blanche? I didn't like their her clothes. I know, but when she's naked, okay, doesn't matter. I'm okay. just saying, would you have done it for the story? <sighs> Maybe. <laughs> she looked too much like she looks too much like my nana. You know, I, I, that would be weird. Way too much like my nana. I know, but it'd be kind of know? funny to be like, you know, I actually yeah. banged Rue McClanahan. Happy birthday, Nana! By the way, <laughs> no, she's dead. Yeah, I was I'm about kidding. to say, she's I was like, God, she's got to be like the crypt keeper these days. Oh, is she like 130? <laughs> I do have a grandparent alive still. That's amazing. She's uh, in her 80s, and she's uh, spry as ever in wow. England, over in uh, Jolly Albion. 80 in, in her 80s? Yeah. It seems kind of young, because you're like, what, like late 30s? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. People did stuff earlier back then. They, they did, yeah. People weren't just fucking men children. That, you know? that is true. Yeah. So how is the uh, the sobriety thing? Uh, you're going to like uh, outpatient class. What do you What do you yeah. do? And are you, are you still going to like the Betty Ford Clinic group, once a day? What yeah, it? it's group counseling, and it's it's interesting because it's like there was a fight today, not a fist fight, but like oh, a screaming fight, and people it was all drama. It was crazy. A bunch of people yelling at each other. Yeah, yeah. There was one dude who was like venting about his job. And uh, people were like trying to give him advice about his anger issues. Because everyone else in the group is like gay men and women. So they don't understand that like, you know, they haven't dated women. So they don't know when somebody's venting about stuff, how to deal with it. You just listen. You shut the fuck up. You don't try to offer advice. You don't try to, you don't try to like impose rationality. No, no, no. Like a rational thought process on that. At that point, just be like, I'm going to let this go. Yeah, yeah. Just rant. I'm going to nod my head. 
You yeah. just got to be like, that say sucks. empathetic things. I'm sorry. Yeah. God, yeah. that blows. Yeah. Because if you give advice, then you're in a fucking world of shit. Well, no. Then you're, you're going to yeah. come across as a pretentious prick. Right. But then this chick was trying to relate it to her situation. And she's like, well, I got jumped. And he's like, I don't give a fuck that you got jumped. I don't give a fuck. And she's like, fuck you. Ah, and then she ran out. She stormed out. And he stormed out with his vape. And it was a whole thing. But they're allowed to vape in there? No, no, you have to vape outside. Oh, vape outside, yeah. You have to vape. That's, he's like, I'm going out. And then he left for the day. You didn't try to mediate? No. Like, Calm down, people. Yeah, no, no. Because <laughs> this was like, you know, black man versus white woman comparing horror stories about existing in the world. This is like an and episode I'm like, well, of- as a white man who's... Uh, Spends his days drinking tonic water for the quinine so I can avoid getting malaria. Let me just say that this fight is really unnecessary. Yeah, yeah I think that, that probably wouldn't have gone too No, well. it's not going to go well. It it's sounds like an poorly. episode of the real world. It was. Yeah. And, and I thought that too, D. And I'm like, black guy. And I'm like, how the fuck old am I that that's my go-to reference for fucking reality drama is the real world. <laughs> So I'm glad you did that too. <laughs> no, I don't know, Big Brother like or something, you know, something hipper, something a little just a disparate group of people in okay. one. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. Why didn't you say like celebrity Big Brother or yeah. something? But I mean, I'm glad that it's like, you know, I'm, I'm grateful because there's a lot of gay guys in there who are like on meth, and it's like really easy for them to get drugs because they could just go on fucking grinder and there's a guy with drugs two seconds where it's me it's like i gotta go up to the valley and deal with like nazis with guns and it's like a whole thing if i want to go get drugs you know yeah it's a way it's more of an ordeal or i gotta go to macarthur park you know at least there's a song about macarthur park hey you could always go on grinder I could. Might not end well, yeah. but you could always go on grinder. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you're doing that all day. What are you doing for a job? Nothing. I'm, I'm leading into this is my jo- This is my job. This is now my job. The D. podcast. No. <laughs> I was about to say because uh, getting better, getting better is my job. Okay, getting yeah. better, yeah. becoming like a sober individual. Yeah, and I'm supposed to go. I'm supposed to go to like meetings, but I fucking hate them. I hate meetings. So so getting better. How much you how much do you earn? doing this job um i pay a lot of money okay in urine wow. and urinalysis fees it's great do you, wait it. do you have to how much does a betty ford clinic cost that's that's my insurance covers that oh insurance covers that yeah okay. it's the lab fees that's where they get you these people oh for the urine sample. urine so blood, wait, do they have to do everything. urine testing once a week yeah wow this is that's hard. it's a fucking racket man it is a racket and so what happens you. if they find it like okay you're positive for marijuana i don't know they kick you out or something you boot out of the betty ford clinic i have no idea do you get a degree when you complete it um you, you get a like coin graduation? you get a plastic coin a little placard yeah nice i think you know it's like when you go to meetings but meeting it's just oh but i'm making no money doing this um yeah well so so I'm broke so anyway, I, you know, I was thinking about this. I broke, broke. I read something today. I was thinking, you know, okay. I bet you we can get Harrison to do this. this. might be a way Harrison can make a little extra money on the right. side. Okay. So you might have heard about this. Mm. Maybe not. Uh, there's a Japanese service. Now, this is a Japanese service. And I'm just thinking of kind of replicating the service here. Japanese service lets you book fake friends and partners to pose in Facebook and Instagram photos. Okay. You interested? Yeah, I'll get you sound that. interested. I could do that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, customers hire people from the service to make it appear that they're more popular than they actually might be. Okay. Which, this to me sounds like the most tragic 
like the, the most tragic thing I've read all week. Okay. Like, like people are so lonely. They have no friends to pose in photos, yet all their friends are, you know, in photos with their friends. And so they see this and they're like, I don't have any friends. I need to make it look like are these American people? Are these Japanese people? Who are these people? These are Japanese people. Okay, so I mean, it makes sense because you hear to, something like this, you're like, right. "Oh, it's Japan." All right, well, you know what they do in Japan. Well, I could go over there, yeah, because I'd be like, "I'm your crazy white friend. I'm wacky. I go on adventures with you." You know, or I get briefly get my picture taken, and then you hire an Uber to drive me back to my fucking you know coffin motel. Well, I, right? I guess you could do that there, but I'm saying yeah. let's do that here. Okay. You know, you're kind of, uh, I was talking to uh, my girlfriend about this and mm. she's like, you know, he's kind of like a Fitzwilliam Darcy type of character. I am. You know? I've always as associated myself yeah. with him. And she yeah. said that, uh, you know, she's like, he kind of mm. looks like Colin first, you know, kind of tall, right? sort of skinny, mm. you know, slightly balding on top. Yeah. Colin Firth, good there looking go. guy, William yeah. Darcy. You'd think there'd be a lot of wi women like in LA that's like, hey, I need a guy mm. to go to the coffee shop with me right. or to hang out with. And so we can take selfies so it looks like I have a boyfriend. So what they could do is make their real boyfriend jealous. Okay. With you. Yeah. I think this is a brilliant idea. Women aren't going to pay for this though. You never know. Okay. You never know. Yeah. Because a lot of women might be spurned. They had this like rich executive guy boyfriend. Yeah. He's some asshole. You know, like 24-year-old trust funder. Sure. And then all of a sudden, she's like, I need a guy so I can take pictures. I've been and that guy. Jealous. I've been that guy before. But I didn't get money. I just got sex out of it. Well, that could make, happen. You know, but you need the money. And then they're like, oh, this guy's going to kill you. He's going to be careful. He'll kill you. I'm like, he'll have to get in line. You know how many <laughs> motherfuckers want to kill me? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So yeah. this company's called Real Appeal. Okay. And it was created by, I guess, another company called Family Romance as a means for Facebook and Instagram users to appear more popular online than they actually might be. Lovely. Which is weird because can't you just purchase friends from different companies? You can. Twitter yeah, I mean, I, I purchased Twitter followers, you know. And also, you know, like I, I have this friend of mine I went to high school with, this girl I went to high school with, and she married like a professional photographer. So her whole online persona, like her, if you look at her Instagram, it literally looks like she's living in the fucking fields of Elysium because every oh, picture of her life is like <laughs> perfectly taken, you know, with the sunlight shining and everything's amazing. So it's like she hired a professional photographer for every selfie. Basically for her wow. life. Yeah. <laughs> See, I would think she probably hired some service. Yeah. It literally looks like she's living in that. You remember at the end of Gladiator when Russell Crowe imagines he's in that field with his fucking oh, with kids? His, his, yeah, but his wife and his kid was killed, right? With yeah, but murder. he's about to die. But he's a oh he, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like flashes in, in in between. That's what it looks like she lives in on her Instagram every fucking day. <laughs> well, I'm sure yeah. there are lots of uh, LA women that would be like, I want to have a you know a beautiful moment, and I need to have a caption online, so I'm going to hire an eligible bachelor. Okay. Much like you. So yeah. customers here can go on their site. They can choose one or more fake friends from a photo catalog. And they can specify certain characteristics, such as gender, age, fashion sense. Mm. I'm sure there's a lot of girls in LA yeah. that'll be like, I need a, a tall guy who smells like BO and cigarettes. Yeah. And he has like, you know, passages of the Necromo Necronomicon committed to memory. You know, I've perfect. Got, I've gotten compliments on my particular musk. D, so I don't even know what you're talking <laughs> what, from about. from homeless people? Yes. <laughs> 
So a booking has to be a minimum of two hours long. Okay. And each fake friend, because you can hire multiple, right. costs about 57 pounds. What's that, like $110? Um, no. $120? How much is 57 pounds? 57 pounds. Oh, actually, no, it's less than that. It's like yeah. 80. Yeah. I forgot. Like 80, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everything is, about? yeah. It's like 80, the $80. The country's falling apart. Yeah, forget okay. about that. Mm. Um, yeah, so 80 bucks, you can hire multiple friends, and you got to do it for at least two hours long. Okay. Uh, customers are also liable for uh, for for their travel expenses. They got to pay for the travel expenses of the models. That means the women would pay for your food and drinks, and you just spend two hours. Why not do this? I mean, I guess now the back pay. I mean, you literally before you could just hire some meth chick to do this with you. Like well, I, I, I guess you could. You could yeah. hire like like a pretty woman type of scenario. Sure. I'm Everybody's simply I'm simply make a web page like uh, where they yeah. could just hire your services. Right. But how to, how long before it degenerates into prostitution? Well, that's up to you. Okay. <laughs> and then yeah. it's up to you and how much money you're willing to make. Yeah. If you if you uh, want to make a lot of money, well, then you might have to go uh, you know that extra mile, right? That next step. I'm just talking about going out for cupcakes or coffee with somebody or a bagel and taking a picture so their mom thinks that they have friends. Well, I can't I can't be around shady people anymore. Because I had a little thing where, like, you know, I was friends with some transgender um, ladies of the evening, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I can't they, see them. Any, yeah, I can't you're see. not allowed to associate with them? No, because they, they do a lot of drugs. Oh, they do drugs, yeah. Of course they do drugs. God, so how many friends do you have You don't meet with? a lot of these people over 30, and there's a reason for it. I'm about to say, it's like, so now, can you only hang out with two people, like me and Lenora? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. That's because there's I'm like, not doing drugs in front of you. Yeah, yeah. There's like four people I can see now. No, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but no, but they used to, they used to, you know, they would, they would hook, right? But I would hold their money um, because they would just get blacked out on malt liquor and Molly, and I would just hold the money and take like a ten percent cut. You know, hmm. that was an easy gig. Yeah, that's not that bad. But I can't do that. Did you drive them around? Sometimes you just drove them I'll pick them up. Then... You know, yeah. That actually is not a bad job. Yeah, it was a pretty I mean, you're good sober gig. right now. Because it's basically security, but all I have to do is hold the money because they get so fucked up, they lose their money. You're like a you prostitute know? Uber guy. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Prost Uber. I'm, I'm like a bank. I'm like the Knights Templar of <laughs> transgender prostitution. <laughs> so there's yes. a, there was a recent study here at the University of Pittsburgh. They found that social media is making people feel lonelier. Do you think that? Uh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. You spend over two hours a day on social networks. Your chances yeah. of feeling socially isolated are twice as high. Of course. I, I don't feel lonely though. Looking, I just feel angry. I'm just like, usually I see it and I'm like, you know what? I never want to have children getting a vasectomy tomorrow. I'm blocking you because you're an idiot and you have this, an ugly family. I don't want to look at you either. Blocked. Okay. I mean, I don't, I just get angry right. from it. You know, it doesn't make me... I mean, I'll get angry. Sometimes I'm actually quite curious. Sometimes I'll go through and just be like, well, this person's interesting. Well, maybe these are like Japanese otaku guys who just like go into their little fucking apartments and play fucking puzzle pirates all night or whatever. Well, you know, but the you weird know? thing about it is uh, I was reading some of the testimonials on the site. Yeah. And a lot of them are from women. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a different society. It's a cultural difference. Sure. And maybe people in Japan are too busy you know, with their jobs to go out and like, there's you know, so many people there. It's absurd. But there are so many people. That's, yeah. that's what's weird to me that you'd actually have to hire people to hang out with you. Well, you know, what's weird. New York is a lonely city. A lot of people in New York, way lonelier than LA. So you might have more opportunities in New York to get hired out. Mm hmm. You know? Yeah. 
And there, the city smells so bad, your you know, personal hygiene probably wouldn't be as much No, they don't know. Everything yeah. smells like urine. <laughs> no one's going to smell my urine. So listen to this. This is yeah. probably the saddest testimony okay. of them all. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, this one woman wrote, I requested 10 family romance staff members to pose as my friends. And we held a birthday party for me at a famous hotel in Tokyo, having a few drinks at the bar with a beautiful view of the nighttime. After that, we went to my room to drink some more. They presented me with a big cake, and I took lots of selfies. LOL. I don't think this not drinking thing is going to work for me long term. <laughs> like, I just don't see how it's going to happen. It just doesn't seem realistic. Doesn't that make you want to kill yourself? It really does. <laughs> it really does. Like, you have no one, no family, no one, no friends just to don't... attend your birthday party. Doesn't it? Like, it makes it sadder when you have to hire people to come to your birthday party. Dude, this is worse than just yeah. like having a birthday party with your cats. This is why I don't have birthday hedgehog. parties because I don't want to be disappointed. You but know? would you ever hire people no. to have a birthday party so you no. can post fake pictures to social media? Yeah. Ah, oh, it's the saddest thing I've ever heard. No, no, I just have you know, so you know, I'll just dress up and uh, have you know, like a like an informal suicide is what I usually <laughs> do for my birthday. You know. <laughs> Well, anyway, I think this is a good idea. I think this is something, uh, this is an, an avenue that I think we should look into. Okay. I'm willing to help you out. You know, maybe I can make a, uh, I can make a page off the sick and wrong site. Okay. Just advertising your services. Yeah. Man for hire. Right. Friend for hire. What's friend, friend? Friend for hire. Friend for hire. Yeah. What, what's your rate going to be? Um, like, I mean, do you care, like, would, would you do it for like 10 bucks an hour? That's not even minimum wage. Let's say 30. Yeah, I do it for 20. 20 bucks an I hour. I do it for 20 bucks an hour, yeah. So so there you go, people. You have, if you come to LA, you could hire Harrison out to be your friend I mean, for 20 I've, bucks an hour. I've done driving. <laughs> I've done driving for people. I was somebody sober, but I was somebody, worked as somebody sober, you know, companion once. I wasn't, I was fucking far from goddamn sober. Man or a woman? A man. A man. Wow, yeah. what'd you do? Just kind of I drove out? him around while he smoked heroin. This was a gummy bear. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, His mother yeah, hired yeah. me. It was a nightmare. God, that, what was yeah. the screening process on that? I just had to meet with a rich old drunk. <laughs> you know, that was it. <laughs> well, this, I mean, you're more dependable now. You're not drinking. Right. So you're not going to be like, you know, I could be a wheel. sober companion. A sober companion. Sober companion. That's what it's going to be called. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what we're going to call the site. Right. Here's your sober companion. And then I'll, tr- I'll probably get replaced by a robot soon enough. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or a self-driving car. Right. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, think of something. Sober companion. I like, the, I like the sound of that. Right. Sounds good. Anyway, people, this is episode uh, 575 here at Second Wrong. We have news coming up next. And uh, after that, we have some phone calls. Got some good calls this week. But before we get to all of that, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. So Harrison, prepare to be outraged. outraged. I'm always prepared for that. And prepare to be outraged. Yeah. There's some outrage in Brazil after a football Was somebody team. sexist on Twitter? Is it, does that what happened? 
Uh, well, there's some angry people online. Okay, okay. Um, but because I'm outraged already. <laughs> this is worse than just. Yeah. This is worse than your run-of-the-mill sexism. Here. Okay. This isn't. This is worse than like a you know blackface Halloween party or something. Maybe I would say yeah. On the, on okay. the, on the yeah on this <laughs> okay. on the evil scale, this is definitely mm. towards the top. All right. Outrage after Brazil football team signs goalkeeper convicted of killing girlfriend. The violence and misogyny of Brazilian society was highlighted this week when a second division club, it's a soccer club here, yeah. signed up a goalkeeper who was convicted of murdering his girlfriend and having her body fed to his Rottweilers. Okay. So this guy served a third of his prison term, got out, and he's already signed for like, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars for a soccer team. Jesus. It's crazy. Okay. Um, amid smiles and handshakes... Boa Esporte unveiled a two-year contract for Bruno Fernandes de Souza, who was released from jail last month pending an appeal. Hmm. Yeah, I'm wondering, do you think something like this would happen like with the NFL or NBA? Um, not murder. So if you're convicted it would be, of a crime. Yeah. Well, not I mean, a they, crime. they have rapists and stuff and in, they, in and the NFL domestic and the assault. NBA, don't they? Yeah. But they, don't all of them do that? Like yeah, they, 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 they abuse their lot, girlfriends and then them, like, yeah. well, okay, you know what? We're going to give you a promotion. Yeah. You're no. starting now. It's like the Catholic Church. They just move you to a different team and <laughs> hush it up or something. You know? But I don't think if, uh, like, Aaron Hernandez, yeah. you know, the guy who played for the Patriots that killed somebody. Okay. He's in prison right now. But if yeah. he, for some technicality, got released, do you think the Patriots would be like, you know what? Come on back here. Well, no, because his prime playing years are behind him. Yeah, but, but don't you think they would be worry about the public outcry? Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I, but I mean, in Brazil, they're kind of like, well, this guy's a damn good goalie. Mm. Sure. Might have murdered his girlfriends. Sure. Might have fed her body parts to his animals. But hey. Well, a lot of people don't know this, but the Brazilian flag is actually just a woman's severed head. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Uh, so that's, the, how they, that's why they call it the Amazon. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't get that connection. Yeah. But hey, okay. moving on. The announcement drew anger from the family of the victim, uh, Eliza Samudio, and groups campaigning against the high levels of gender-based violence in Brazil, okay. which is kind of insane. You know, in the latest report here from Amnesty International, mm. uh, lethal violence against women increased by 24% over the, over the past decade. And it's one of the worst Latin American, co- Latin American countries to be a mm. woman or a girl. One in three women suffered physical, verbal, or psychological violence over the past year. Okay. It's hardcore. It is. It's hardcore. Yeah. So I could imagine the, the, the public, especially like this, you know, the victim's family, uh, just being just aghast while football fans are applauding the return of one of the country's most popular players, despite the gruesome crime that he just committed. Yeah. So he's best known in Brazil. Um as being like a you know a very popular uh, a goalie, but he served less than a third of a 22-year sentence handed down by a lower court for ordering the 2010 killing of his former girlfriend and mother of his child. Yikes! So what happened here? Why do they always kill the mother of their child? Well, I think I can understand what yeah. happened with this guy. Mm. Uh, so his ex-girlfriend and mother of his child here went missing after she sued him for child support okay in a high profile case that threatened a a big money move to milan right so this guy you know his face was paying millions of dollars yeah she's gonna take his kid and she's gonna move to italy mm-hmm. so what a normal human being would have done is maybe hired a good jewish lawyer yeah you know and fought it out in court but instead this guy he ended up and he confessed to this 
He conspired with friends who tortured and strangled the model, the girl's model, mm-hmm. and then disposed of the body by feeding it to the guy's Rottweilers. And he confessed to this. This wasn't right. something he denied. He oh, confessed. God. He got sent to prison for 22 years. Because she filed child support? Well, Is no, she, uh, she sued him for child support oh. and then threatened a big money move to Milan. So she was going to leave Italy okay. or leave Brazil and move to Italy. Yeah. Okay. And so I think he was just kind of like, you know what? I'm not going to fight this out in court. I'm just going to handle it my own way. Hire some friends, feed you to my dogs. Yeah. Not the best way to handle a I hope uh, custody this dispute. I hope this wasn't during Carnival. <laughs> Probably mm. good. I mean, that's a good cover. Yeah. Uh, so lawyers actually secured his release after a petition for habeas corpus uh, because the country's notoriously slow courts failed to give this guy an appeal. Mm. So they never ruled on his appeal, so they ended up just releasing him. And this is the, this is the part that blows my mind. Video clip showed him celebrating the release with friends, family, and champagne. So could you imagine this? You have a friend. Yeah. You know, a friend that you've been friends with for five or six years. Yeah. He had this model girlfriend. They had a kid. You know, you spent time celebrating the kid's birthday. Next thing you know, your friend murders his wife or girlfriend and uh, feeds her to his dogs and then gets sent to prison for 22 years, gets out, you know, three years later. Would you still be friends with him? I've had a lot of friends who've done a lot of questionable things, you know, and I tend not to judge. But murder, I start to think, like, maybe this isn't a very good person. Not a stand-up guy. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't be around this person because it might be, you know. (laughs) I start to think, oh, if he could murder this person, he could murder me. Okay, but let's... All right, wait, hold on a second. Let me me just try to be devil's advocate here. Let's say... He was, it was vehicular manslaughter. Like he was drinking and he yeah. ran over like a, you know, a mother and her child. Of course. Would you be able to forgive him for that? Um, I wouldn't want to. I mean, Would I you could still feel weird about it. Yeah. No, I feel weird. I'd be like, nah, that's, well, I would feel weird about that. But I would feel like, no way, you're a psycho. You fed yeah. your, your, your girlfriend, the mother of your child, to your dogs. Yeah, no, that's bad. Like, I, don't, I would feel nervous hanging out with you. Right. You know, what if I like, actually drink your, you know, accidentally drink your last beer? Yeah. What are you going to do to me? Right. You know, this guy's psycho. And then, what if you, he feeds you his dogs? And they, the dogs had eaten, and then you eat human <laughs> flesh indirectly. So wait, I would be eating the dogs that ate his wife. Yeah. What if that happened? Now, now that would be that would, that would be, be a strange uh, twist, twisting, twisting of events here. Yeah, I don't know what would happen with that. Yeah, I, doubt I think that would you happen. might become some kind of uh, superhero with dog powers. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I, I'll have to do the math at home when I get dog home. Dog man. Yeah, but I mean, beyond even like okay, friends toasting this guy's release of this right. murderer who committed gruesome crimes. Could you imagine being a teammate of his? Uh yeah no that's been, I would yeah. I would have issues with that I'm like right. you know you might be a star goalie you might be really good at mm. blocking footballs yeah but at the same time you fed your wife to dogs yeah I don't want to shower next to you right you psycho and it's not like you know William Burroughs ah oh, we're both drunk and I'm gonna shoot an apple off your head <laughs> and whoops you're dead now it's it's a premeditated brutal murder that he confessed to with the you know. You know, he confessed to it. Right. Had to, it was sentenced to twenty-two years in prison, which I'm surprised. That's even that's a pretty light sentence, if you ask me. This is some like Robert Durst level shit. You know what I mean? He didn't even have Jinx. dogs. Yeah, he didn't think. have dogs. Yeah. If he, God, I hope doesn't nobody gives him dogs. 
But apparently in Brazil, yeah. men don't care. Fans right. don't care that there's uh, you know such overt violence towards women. So they pose for selfies with a guy. They're posting positive mm-hmm. comments about him online. Everybody's pretty stoked that the, the, the team you know got to hire a star goalie. Yeah. So um, and even the, uh, the, the owner of the team um, said that he'd been punished and the club was helping his readjustment to civil society. Okay. By offering the dignity of work. I blame Rodrigo Borgia because he gave <laughs> he gave Brazil to the Portuguese, you know? Maybe yeah, I mean maybe. It's his fault. Maybe it's his fault. Yeah. But uh yeah, I don't know. A, a lot of uh, groups are uh, demonstrating against him. A lot of people are really upset about it. Um but it seems that many others are more than happy to overlook murder and torture as long as their team has a famous goalkeeper. So let's see what happens if the guy just sucks this yeah. year. Back to prison. Yeah, who knows? Anyway, what do you have here for the second story? Moscow Petting Zoo sues ad company over erotic raccoon shoot. <laughs> Is it, I thought there was a little bit more to that. More to that? Yeah, it's just I, I yeah. thought after a you know, raccoon shoot, I thought it was going to be like, hmm. raccoon shoot that went awry or something. I mean, I don't. how do you have an erotic raccoon shoot that goes well? Yeah, that's you know, like, how does that go? <laughs> it's not gonna. It's a recipe for disaster. You know? I like the uh, the idea yeah. of. Uh, or at first, I was like Moscow Petting Zoo. That sounds like the name of a band. Yeah, that does. Moscow what, Petting Zoo. What the fuck is there? I don't know? know. Like, I just picture some kind of EDM band. Yeah, you know, because I mean, how do you you know? Oh yes, we have a uh, dog. Here we have doggy pet dog. <laughs> go home. Go to Gulag. Uh, yeah, so a Moscow Petting Zoo is suing the advertising company that rented a raccoon, saying it was used in an erotic shoot with a nude model, and now the raccoon is obsessed with women's breasts. Wow. Yeah. Is that, is that, is that typical with raccoons? Are they like uh, very horny creatures? Yeah, well now I guess this, if you, if you get them, if you introduce it to them, it's like a gateway drug, and now this raccoon fancies himself some type of... Uh, Howard Stern R. Crumb type character. Well, they have Sounds little like. Trump hands. They do, you know, yeah. They could grab titties. <laughs> you know? Aren't they the only animals that are... Non-ape animals that have thumbs? Yeah, I think they have like a posable thumb. They have a little thumbs. thumb guy. Yeah. I mean, they can grab stuff. Yeah, they can I grab I remember uh, when I first started the podcast, yeah. Wackerly and I lived in a place in Oakland yeah. that had like, uh, I don't know, like for t- pine trees, like massive trees in there, like that... We're tall enough to go up to our, we're on like this third floor of this building mm-hmm. and the trees went up to our porch and there'd be these huge raccoons that just hung out there. Yeah. So I would grab a can of tuna, open the tuna, just toss the can and they'd catch it and just sit in the trees and just eat the tuna with their hands. Why would you do this? Just to watch them. Okay. But then you know what? It actually kind of backfired because then they started becoming like less fearful of me. Yeah, of course. So then they'd be hanging out on the porch. Yeah. And I was scared to death. Next thing, next thing you know, they're playing video games in your room while you're trying to sleep. Well, or grabbing my titties. Yeah. I don't yeah. want that to happen. No, this this was one titty, titty obsessed raccoon. Uh, according to uh, legal filings, the zoo rented the raccoon, whose name was Thomas. Who'd they rent him from? <laughs> um, Wait, the, the, or from the, the petting zoo. Oh, wait, wait, not the zoo didn't rent. The, 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 the company that was doing the shoot rented the animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They rented it to the video firm Art Musk. Do they do that? Can you rent a fucking animal? Yeah. You can't go to the LA Zoo and rent an animal. Not to the zoo, but you can get, you know, an animal trainer to, you know, 
like those people who go on talk shows are like, here's our new snake. Well, I suppose, yeah, snake. I guess you can for yeah. uh, doing photo shoots and things sure. like that. I'm just, but this is like a Moscow petting well, Nora zoo. rents a monkey all the time. <laughs> you know, I mean, you've seen this happen. I've seen that monkey. I forget the name of the monkey, but I've seen her carrying that monkey around. Yeah. And I've been like, you better be careful because that thing's going to rip your face off. I steer fucking far clear of that monkey whenever she's playing with that thing. Because well, it's like, yeah, it's going to fucking tear your fucking eye out. It's a ticking time bomb, those things. Yeah, no. and, you know, and she's like not just, you know, sitting in her house with yeah. the monkey. She's yeah. at like a public event. There are hundreds of people, people around. There's around. loud music. Yeah. There's people yeah. screaming and laughing. Any one thing can set that monkey she's off. She's cradling it to her bosom and there's people, you know. It's I, got a hat on. No, nobody likes that. I remember at her birthday party, she's like, you want to hold the monkey? And I was like, yeah. no, get the, no. I'm, yeah. I'm perfectly fine standing here six feet back looking at it. Right. They can jump that far. They can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Throw feces. Yeah. I mean, you're the kind of guy that it would attack. I yeah, think. I'm yeah. guaranteed. Yeah. So um, when Thomas was returned from the photo shoot, the zoo owner said he was traumatized and had become preoccupied with women's breasts. What, are you starting a Russ Myers movie or something? <laughs> I think like a so. a Russian Russ Myers movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when zoo owners saw the ad footage online, they realized Thomas had been used as a prop by a female, female model who held him up to obscure her naked torso. Hmm. That sound didn't sound that bad. Yeah, so he was like, she was like, I don't have a bra, let me use this raccoon. And so the raccoon's traumatized by that. Yeah. How do they know? Um, Is he dreaming of titties? Well, here's what happened. The zoo official, Victor Kiryukun, accused the directors of giving Thomas treats to lure him closer to the model's breast, thereby training him to conflate the women's breasts with food. Isn't that how you train your cat to go to the toilet? Uh, sort of. I yeah. mean, you give him a treat for yeah. using, but you got to okay. get one of those like specific uh, right. toilet training. But things. don't you like move the litter box closer and closer to the toilet until eventually it's it is the toilet. Well, when Hecubus, yeah, uh, when I was training him to do it, you, right. I bought this thing called the litter quitter. Okay, which had uh, like a number of concentric rings around the right. toilet, and you just move them as he, uh, yeah, widening the holes. You get used to right. using it. But I guess then the problem is then you're sharing a fucking toilet with a goddamn animal. Dude, it was amazing when that cat yeah. was that cat was toilet trained for about yeah. three, four months. Yeah. And then he just decided that he didn't want to shit in it anymore. Hmm. It was cool peeing in it. Yeah. It was funny. It was kind of it was oddly unsettling. Like you'd hmm. sit there and then, you know, watching T V and then all of a sudden you'd hear like a dude pissing in the other room. He probably got some splashback is what he didn't like, I bet. He might. I think that's. It's very yeah. unnatural for a cat to like yeah. squat over a toilet and just have a turd <laughs> drop into the water. Yeah, no, no. He got some splashback. That's what happened. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so <coughs> God. So he said uh, Thomas's behavior since being returned to the zoo has unnerved female zoo employees. What is he, is he he's grabbing like, titties? He's like motorboating them, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing that raccoon in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Running around just motorboating women. Yeah, that's what's happening. So uh, zoo officials demanded images be removed from the internet, which makes no sense. Oh, wait, the, the images of the, the model? Yeah. How's that going to cure this raccoon's raccoon erotic is very, behavior? This is revenge porn. This is the raccoon <laughs> revenge porn. That's what's going on here. This is raccoon revenge porn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, So um, the video company called the accusations absurd, saying the video was not erotic. 
they threatened a countersuit, said they uh, were told they would be rented a trained animal, but were instead given Thomas, a young raccoon with no training who kept running off the set. See, now this is another situation, much like Lenora's gorilla. Yeah. Herb. Not gorilla. <laughs> She I hope to fucking Christ she doesn't have a gorilla. <laughs> All right. Much like Lenora's ape that she had. Okay. I guess it was more like a it spider monkey. It was a monkey. monkey. It wasn't or a capuchin monkey. Or yeah. Ca- yeah. If this okay, was the planet of the apes, monkey. you'd be fucking sent to prison right now for ma- mixing these I, things I up. I guess I probably would be. Yeah. But anyway, so much like Lenora's capuchin monkey, yeah. you know, at least that thing was slightly trained. But yeah. I would still be nervous about it biting my face off. Right. If I was a model... Yeah. I would be holding a wild raccoon Fuck to my no. bosom. No. You know, I mean, that's just an accident waiting to happen. No, that's horrible. Because the hmm. raccoon, you know, they got little sharp fucking razor teeth. Yeah. You know, and no. they're like, ah, oh, titty. That's where the milk comes out. <laughs> you know, and then it's just, ah, oh, it's a disaster. So they remember that. Yeah. No, they remember that's, mommy. That's, I imagine the, the animal, yeah. once you've seen, and this is like a, mm. a beautiful Russian model's breasts. Yeah. You know? The um, advertising studio also implied his preoccupation with the female anatomy existed before they rented him, saying he made off with a bra and damaged the garment. <laughs> so wait, they, they're saying he was a titty fiend at yeah. the petting zoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He beforehand, because he stole a bra and, I don't know, ate it or something. Hmm. You know, chewed it up. I wonder if that's what happened. Like, I wonder hmm. if, uh, you know, he's just notorious for grabbing women's breasts at the petting zoo. And everybody knew he was a titty hound. Yeah. And then, uh, so when this, this, this advertising agent is like, hey, we have a model. We want to do a shoot with him. They're like, yeah, take the titty record. Yeah. It's probably yeah, we got it. Yeah, his name's Thomas. We got you covered, Thomas, yeah. the pervert titty raccoon. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know, it's kind of funny. It's animals do become obsessed mm. with breasts. Like, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not even making this up. Okay. Hecubus yeah. loves breasts. Okay, that cat is yeah. a titty cat. Yeah. He loves breasts, and I think the reason being, but he loves every stupid thing. No, but he, he really, loves beards. He loves all sorts of well, shit. He does like beer. I mean, they yeah. like the beards because it's scratched. Okay, you know, yeah. scr- it's scratched against her. Yeah. Like, furless face mm. but uh breasts in particular okay he'll, he'll go up to a woman especially mm. a woman who mm. has like large breasts mm. and scratch at her uh at her shirt because oh. he wants to go under the shirt in between okay. the breasts okay and i think sure. what happened is uh the woman that with the breeder that we got him from she uh. had ginormous fake titties okay. like they must have been like double d's or something they're huge right and uh yeah, and and she would carry the kittens like in between her titties okay and so i think he just learned to be into tits. Okay. So it's funny, like Ryan Keeley came over yeah. and he was just like right up in that under huh. her shirt, head sticking out, just like yeah. loving it. That's huh. like, and he's purring the whole time. Yeah. Cats, you know, animals get obsessed with tits. Okay. It's weird. Jesus. But I mean, yeah, raccoons, I don't know. Mm. Those are wild animals. Yeah. I'm scared of those things. Yeah, Moscow Petting Zoo, good name for a band. Yeah. All right, last, uh, last story we got here is uh, a story that has to do with group sex. All right. And uh, what's interesting about this is not the fact that, that the, uh, the group sex dispute here ended in handcuffs, um, but what I find interesting is the organization beforehand of group sex. Yeah. Which you might have experience with. So uh, trouble began, cops say, with talk of a foursome. Yeah. So this makes me wonder, how, how do you go about arranging? Is this MMFF or what? That, you know, they don't really specify. Okay. It started out being male, female, fam- female. So MFF. Yeah. Okay. But they don't say who the fourth member was. Right. So I don't know. 
But but that's what I'm wondering. Like, so you you know you and your wife, you and your girlfriend here. Yeah. Like these people weren't. You know, these people are older. Yeah, like a middle-aged couple sure. that was arranging this uh, group sex here with with a younger girl. Yeah. Uh, but how do you go about doing that? Like, how do you arrange a group sex encounter? If you and your girlfriend want to have group sex, do you first approach her friends? Do you go on Craigslist? You go on OkCupid. OkCupid is where you hunt for uh, women. Yeah, and that's what you do. How often does that work out? Not often. A couple account. I can't imagine a single girl that'd be like, oh, wow, I'm, you know, couple account. This sounds great. It happens sometimes. Has that, has that ever worked out for you? No, it's always a disaster. So what do you what do you do? Do you say, hey, let's meet up for coffee and discuss the parameters of this thre- threesome? Yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of work, and it it just never it never works out. And people are like, yeah, it's cool, we're cool with this, and then and then it happens, and it's like there's always at least one person who's actually not cool with it. They just wait, thought yeah, like, they were. So wait, so you like is it your partner, like your girlfriend, when thought she was cool with it, but she's being pressured into it? Could be that. Could be the the third party. We thought it was something they wanted to do, but not. I, I mean, I guess I've I've, I've never had, had a, it actually go through. I've had a couple. I've yeah. had a couple uh, threesomes. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And, I, and, and it was usually just really drunk. Yeah. And it just kind of happened, okay. and it was always instigation of the girl. Right. Like it was never like. I mean, sure, I'd be down with it, mm. but it wasn't like I was going up to a girl being like, "Pardon mm. me, miss, mm. would you like to engage in a threesome with me and my paramour?" Like it right. wasn't like something like that. Yeah. It was usually like drunk girl asking one of her friends, and it just happened to work out. Yeah. But typically, it was just like me watching them have sex. Okay. You know, and then maybe getting to have sex with my girlfriend. But I've never actually met a stranger. And, yeah. And arranged a, a group sex opportunity. Okay. I find that to be just really just kind of weird. It's got to be awkward. If you're on a lot of drugs... Then it might make sense. You can do it. It can be done. I can see that. And even that's a fucking disaster, I'll tell you. Well, it's probably not going to work yeah. out. Yeah, yeah no. Because you'll probably forget about it. No, it's a nightmare. So uh, this happened... nightmares. This happened in uh, uh, New York State. Yeah. A dispute over whether a planned threesome would expand to a foursome. So they were, they were ambitious here. Okay. Resulted in a series of arrests at a New York State casino. All right. Uh, police say that a married Massachusetts couple arranged to have a threesome with an upstate New York woman that they met at the Rivers Casino in oh. Schenectady. Oof. <laughs> Do you imagine how attractive these people must have been? Yeah. Um. Is that how it works? Like, are you, you know, I guess I'm, we're not married. Never been married. But you, you and I are, have no. not married each other, correct? We, we haven't married each other. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> not yet. We haven't married each other, and yeah. we're also not married. Right. So I wonder how it works with, uh, with couples like that. Like, if, you, if you're an adventurous couple, are you an adventurous couple before you get married, or do you usually get married and then explore the adventurous side? That's a great question to which I don't, I don't know. know the answer. I wonder. I think people get older, they get bored, and they're like, yeah, it's, you know. It's, uh, but it's also weird because it's like, yeah, let's go to the casino. They, they got bingo, and then we can uh, have shrimp afterwards. <laughs> you know, and then they meet a woman. You know, that's weird. Well, the circumstances here are bizarre. Work? So yeah. uh, the menage a trois plan came apart when the woman... The, the two women began bickering inside Duke's Chop House, okay. which is a restaurant just off the casino's gaming floor. The quarrel occurred when one of the three suspects suggested adding a fourth party to the sexual encounter. And this is the part that I, that I find kind of uh, cryptic, is, is they don't know who the foursome 
who floated the foursome or whether the proposed party, additional party, is male or female. See, this is when things get really weird and then there's like, you know, the contract law comes into play like fucking Fifty Shades of Grey where it's like, have you looked over the contract? What do you think of the contract? What do you think of this contract? Let's talk about the contract. Well, that's what I'm wondering. So yeah. the, uh, the accused here, yeah. the, the couple, the married couple, the husband's 62 and the wife is 49. Ah. And the third party is 21. She's a 21-year-old girl yeah. having sex with this older married couple. Then this was not the toy box killer. Well, I'm just wondering, do you okay. think they hired her? Um, I mean, it doesn't sound like almost more of like a prostitution it does, situation. It does sound like that. Because how many twenty-one-year-old so. girls are like, sure, threesome yeah. with a forty-nine and a sixty-two-year-old man? That's great. Really bored ones, maybe. <laughs> Connected. So the dispute turned physical when yeah. Judy Maxwell, twenty-one, threw a glass of water while arguing with Elizabeth Ariza. She's forty-nine. Mm. Yeah. Which is just it seems like an odd discrepancy here in ages. Okay. Cops arrived to break up the melee. Ariza, the 49-year-old woman, struggled with officers and refused to get up from the floor after being handcuffed. Hmm. Uh, they lifted her to her feet, and that's when her husband, Dimitri Hoff, 62 years old, stood in the way of the officers as they were attempting to escort his wife out of the casino. Could you just picture that? This was in the casino hotel. In the, in the casino, on the casino floor. What? It's right outside the chop house. Wow. Okay. Yeah. This all went down. It'd be great to get this on tape. But I just picture this like, you know, middle-aged, paunchy Kurt Russell being like, that's my lady. Yeah. Let her go. And next thing you know, now now there's a big scuffle. So both of them get arrested. Okay. Charged with disorderly conduct and obstruction of governmental administration. So uh, you don't really know what happened here. The other yeah. lady, uh, the other one got, the, I think the other one actually uh, got off the hook here. You know, she made out like a bandit because now she what, doesn't did have the to glass have sex of, with them. Did the glass of water hit somebody who was like, you know, uh, assessing a disability claim or something? How do you get involved? How do you dis... I think what happened did, is the 21-year-old was... What's the governmental administration that's being... Uh, well, I think it's the cops. Oh, the okay. Obstruction of justice. All right. I thought yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. some bureaucracy thing that, you know, <laughs> like, a, like the, uh, the tax assessor was doing an <laughs> audit. The zoning of the casino. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, the zoning of the casino floor. No, I think yeah. what happened here okay. is, uh, you know, the, the young mm. tw- Judy Maxwell just threw the glass at the lady. She okay. punched her next thing. You know, they're fighting. Yeah. And then uh, security broke it up and the cops came. And then the husband got into it because this just sounds like just a white trash threesome. Yeah, basically happening in now. Where's Where's Schenectady? It's Schenectady. upstate New York. It's 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 you know. Is it what I'm picturing? Yeah, it's very rural. What are the odds New York. that uh, Dimitri Hoff here has a mullet? Um, eh, probably doesn't have a mullet. Probably doesn't have a mullet. It's right. not fucking Eastern Europe, you know. <laughs> well, his name's Dimitri. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah. maybe I don't know. But yeah, so it's interesting to me that uh, I, I didn't realize you go to a casino and just have a foursome, like a I range guess. of foursome. I guess it's it got to be you, a prostitute, you know. But do you do something like that where it's like you already have plans for a threesome, you're discussing how the threesome's going to go down, and then you'd be like, oh, by the way, we're going to introduce another person. I, You know, I have so little experience going to Vegas and going to Atlantic City. I don't know how these things happen. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I have friends that used to go to Atlantic City and be like, they're just having drinks. And then, like, fucking an hour later, they're smoking crack in a motel. And then an hour later, they're stealing a car with a gun. But you, you know? can't hang out with those guys anymore. No, I can't. <laughs> Which is a shame. Not better. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. 
Yeah, you know, somebody's got to write a guide to uh, how to organize a threesome. Yeah. Because I think it'd be helpful. Right. Yeah. Maybe a contract lawyer. The dummy's guide to menage right. a trois <laughs> or something. Anyway, people, send your stories. Stick around podcast, hotmail.com. We have phone calls coming up next. 323-522-4032 is that number. Before we get to that, here's another word from Adam and Eve. What do you do when you're at a family reunion or Thanksgiving you got a raging boner that won't go away and you're considering fucking your grandmother? You go to Adam and Eve, of course. You buy a jerk-off sleeve, you know, dildo, uh, pocket pussy, something of that nature. So you can go in the bathroom and just take care of that raging boner before you have to bend over your grandma at the table and just fuck her. So go to adamandeve.com and type in the code diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E That's what Grandpa used to do to Your dad Talk to you later Bye So I got a few phone calls to get to 323-522-4032 Is that number Um, You know who we heard from first here And I, I, I felt bad because This guy Had sent me his song To play Do you Big Papa Smurf. Of course. Remember that yeah, guy? remember him. So Big Papa Smurf, and I, it, that's him in the beginning, but the, in the intro. But Big Papa Smurf. It's like, uh, his band's like Autumn's Gentle Dismay or something. Isn't that what it's called? No, it's Autumn Lies Buried. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if he's referring to the season or a stripper. Yeah. Something is buried. Mr. Darcy's side. <laughs> but anyway, Big Papa Smurf mm. sent me this like a month ago okay. on Facebook, yeah. and I... I don't know. I don't keep up with Facebook messages. Right. It's just hard to even go in there. And, and then there's a it. secret inbox where and you never sec- see it until well, like we're we're ages. friends on Facebook, yeah. so I you know I obviously saw it. But, sure. You know, it's like I, I don't. If it gets buried, I forget about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I I'd forgotten about it till he called and uh, threatened me. Oh. Um, which I played as the intro. Okay. At the beginning of the show. So anyway, yeah. here's Big Papa Smurf. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, here's Big Papa Smurf with a phone call. Okay. Salutation, sick and wrong. This is Big Papa Smurf coming at you again. Uh, last episode, you guys were talking about Migos. And dear Jesus Christ, since you don't really know much about them, uh, this movement in rap, it's called trap music. And it is just the most god-awful thing on the fucking planet. This is coming from somebody who raps himself. And I have a strong love for hip hop, but this shit is just—it's getting out of control. Have it, so have you heard this band? Uh, yeah, and I've heard a lot of it. You know, again, I had to listen to a lot of this shit in rehab because all the young kids—all the young kids—are listening to this shit. It's, and I'm it, in rehab it, with them, so they're fucking playing it. It saddens me because it's yeah. like we grew up, you know, in the golden era of hip hop. Sure, and some of the best hip hop artists. But yeah. this is what passes for like top forty hip hop yeah. now. I know? like that Waka Flock of Flame guy though. He's all right. Is he trap? Is no. that the guy with the weird eye? I don't or is know. Is that Fetty Wap? I don't know, but he sampled uh, Venus and Furs. Oh, that's kind of cool. In a song, which is pretty cool. Well, that, that's the thing. There are some yeah. good contemporary uh, Kendrick yeah. Lamar. That guy's a very innovative uh, yeah, uh, rapper. But 
yeah, these guys like these that do this trap music, it's just such bass music. It's yeah, so yeah. to me it's just so boring and, and like the lyrics are unintelligible. They keep repeating themselves over and over again. Yeah. But yet drive down any street in LA, you're gonna hear that blasting from cars. Yeah. And the and the you know, the fucking lyrical flow has the cadence of a goddamn, you know, Great War telegram. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. Anyway. It's just speaking fucking gibberish in tongues over a hype beat and thinking they can get away with the shit. Exactly. And, I, and yeah. you know, motherfuckers are so stupid that they they just eat it the fuck up because it's catchy and it's club music. And honestly, if it if it weren't if it weren't for uh, MCs like fucking Biggie Smalls and Tupac, MF Doom, fucking KMD and Wu Tang Clan, all those motherfuckers, I could go on forever. Yeah, like if Tupac you know, heard this shit and, and there were, his producer was like, this is the kind of stuff you got to do now. He'd be like, I'm just going back to Shakespearean acting. Fuck this. Well, that, you know? that's the thing. It's like, I'd be pissed off if I was yeah. like P Diddy, yeah. you know, cause I'd be like, this is what you have to do to produce music now. Yeah, yeah. It's just one beat over and over again, yeah. a hype beat over and over again and just mumble out lyrics that no one can understand. Yeah. That's all it takes yeah. to make a best selling album. Bullshit. That's all it takes. Yeah. These niggas wouldn't have a fucking way because they damn sure can't write a fucking song to save their life. And the dudes that do write shit don't. The dudes that do fucking record at least intelligible music don't even write their own fucking shit anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, fuck trap music, fuck future, and uh, fuck Migos. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so I have a bit of another bit of, bit of a story to tell you. I have a second job at Little Caesars Pizza. And there's this pizza, fucking pizza. Chinese lady. I'm taking a shit in the bathroom right now. There's a Chinese lady. I guess she's trying to get like a fucking price match like they do on Walmart for fucking for a fucking meal deal or something. But this old lady is fucking irate and she's like flinging chairs and fucking all I can hear him arguing Jesus. there. And she's just cursing everybody out fucking Chinese or Korean or whatever the fuck he's changing. What do you compare prices with at Little Caesar? <laughs> I mean, like, that's the thing. It's like yeah. a Little Caesars, you get two pieces for $7. Yeah, like what do you... How, you know, why are you upset? Yeah, I don't get it. But, yeah, we're, I think we're about to call the cops because... And it's funny how we got to call the cops on a fucking 60-year-old Chinese woman. I guess the bitch is doing kung fu in there or something. It's pretty fucking loud. I don't know if you guys can hear it. But yeah, anyway... Keep it sick. Yeah. Keep it wrong. Suck my black cock. Put okay. it in your mouth. Suck my dick. Yeah. And you bet not spit. Bitch. I like that. Yeah. Well, those. He, he has some flow yeah. going those, on there. And those cats were fast as lightning, so. That lyric is careful. already better than the Migos' right. entire album. Yeah, yeah. Suck my dick. Better not spit. Okay. I like that. That's good. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's funny that. Uh, I have this like mental image right now of Big Papa Smurf subduing this like six year old woman, Chinese right. woman trying to do kung fu. Yeah. It's amazing. But you know what's funny? It reminds me of uh, I used to work at Little Caesars. Rush Hour Four. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. That would be a good sequel. Okay. Yeah. Um no, I worked at Little Caesars in high school before yeah. I went to college. And uh I worked with this guy, really cool guy. His name was LaShawn. Yeah. And he had been he was a bit older, he'd been working yeah. there for a while. And uh, he was like the manager, but such a cool dude. We used to hang out there all the time. And it was my last day because yeah. I was going off to school. And uh, this woman came in. 
I don't know, middle-aged white lady, mom, some soccer mom or something, and just went off on this dude. Yeah. Just went off on him, like calling him, like just being really insulting, not being racist, but just being really demeaning. Right. You know, like yeah. you're, you're this man that works at Little Caesars and you're a failure in life. And so Yeesh. I was, yeah, I know. And I was just sitting there listening to this and I was in the back and I came back out and I was just kind of standing there and I was thinking, it's my last day. I don't give a shit. Yeah. So I said to her, I was just like, excuse me, excuse me, miss. Are you always this much of a cunt or are you yeah. just a cunt when you come into Little Caesars and yeah. talk to people who actually you know work hard for a living? Right. Yeah. And she was yeah. just like, I, I can't believe you said yeah. this. Like, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, well, fuck you. Yeah. You know, fuck you and yeah. fuck off. That's yeah. not how you treat people. Yeah. And then. I was, you know, I didn't want him to like, you know, slap my back and be like, thanks, man. Yeah. He was just like, dude, why'd you, you didn't need to do that. Yeah, why, yeah. why you go out like that? Yeah. And he was actually kind of like disappointed in me oh, for yeah. ending my last day. But I was just kind of like, you know, fuck that. Yeah. You know, I didn't care. It was I think she complained. Yeah. It was my last day. It doesn't yeah. even matter. Yeah. But I don't understand why people. She probably got a free coupon. <laughs> she, well, she probably, probably, sure she probably complained she coupon, and, yeah. uh, and yeah. said something. But I was just thinking, like, you know, mm. you know, what do you want this guy to do? Give you a new pizza after you just berated him for 10 minutes? Right. He's probably going to take a shit on it. Yeah. You know, mix it into the cheese. Call it sausage. Yeah. And you're going to eat that. God, idiots. Really. All anyway, right. Big Papa Smurf, good to hear from you. All nice right. story. And I totally agree with your sentiment on modern hip-hop. Or trap music, at least. Second, uh, the second uh, call here has to do also has to do with music. Okay. So, yeah, about right. bass lines. All right, guys. Uh, definitely have to call in for this one. So I was listening to uh, Walk on the Wild Side by Lou Reed. I'm sure you're very familiar with that song. It's a very popular song in the United States and in Great Britain. Okay. UK areas. Never heard well, it. Yeah. How's that go? A lesser known song called You Sexy <laughs> Thing by Hot Chocolate. Where it goes like, I believe in miracles. Yeah, that's a very popular song. <laughs> that's also yeah. an equally popular song. And overused in the television programs of Shonda Rhimes, <laughs> if, you, if I may say so. You know? Right. Where are you from? I don't know. Like, you can look it up. Well... I was listening to Lou Reed's song, and I'm a bass player, so I play the bass, so I recognize the bass notes, right? So I'm playing the bass to Lou Yeah, so there's this song, and it's like, uh, it's like about being born in the USA. I don't know what it's called. You know, it's, it was kind of popular. You look it up. Maybe, you, you know, yeah. How do you think Lou Reed would feel about this guy playing this song? Lou Reed hates everyone. <laughs> I mean, he's dead, but he hated everyone. Notorious prick. Yeah. I, he hated everyone on the earth other than maybe Laurie Anderson, you know, so. My uh, my friend Kessler had a friend that lived in New York. His old, his his brother was Lou mm. Reed's personal assistant. Yeah. This guy had an ulcer at the age of 28. Who did? This dude. Oh, Lou, Lou Reed's, Reed's personal per oh, assistant. Sure. Oh, I'm And sure. he was just like, he would yeah. tell us such horror stories. I was just like, yeah. Jesus Christ. And then and yeah. there was someone, you know, I really admire Lou Reed. Sure. Velvet Underground might be one of like probably might be my favorite band right. actually. Yeah. And it's like I admire that guy, but he's just an acerbic he was an yeah. acerbic prick. Right. Guy was such a dick. Yeah. Pretentious twat. No, definitely. But I would love to hear what Lou Reed would have to say about this guy. You know, I actually like one of the songs on that album he did with Metallica. <laughs> I really do. You gotta be kidding me. The one where he's like, you know, it was he's just talking about old horror movie stars and he's like it was getting kind of gory when I talked to Peter Laurie, and then it's got just James Hetfield going, small town girl, over and over again. Yeah, yo. Small, small town, town girl. girl. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't know. I like that song a lot. Anyway, here we go. The song. I know that song. Like, I've performed it. So I listened to this hot chocolate song. Uh, I believe in miracles or like... Oh, it's you sexy thing. You... He's got a funk cover band or something? <laughs> I just don't... Yeah. Where are you performing this yeah. song? And I, I actually feel true sympathy for the people in the audience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sexy thing. And I listened to the intro bass line, and I'm like, you know, I've heard this somewhere. So... I turn on Lou Reed's song, and what do you know? It's the same exact bass line, and it's the same exact song, except for the lyrics and except for the, you know, the pedals that they use to change distortion. What, wait a second. So he's yeah. saying, you sexy thing yeah. copied the bass line from Walking the Wild Side. Yes. He's wrong. <laughs> he's very wrong. Cause he's like, he's like, I don't even know if he's a real guy or just like the archetype of the really stone guy on your floor of the, your dorm in college, you know? His so. stone next door neighbor yeah. that just discovered bongs. Right, yeah. So wait, what else does he have to say? Okay. So I just wanted to throw that out there to the sick and wrong audience that this sexy thing by Hot Chocolate is a copy of fucking Lou Reed's song. I don't know, like, so weighty accusation to the uh, to hot chocolate and their their credibility. It's it's funny to me how some people will, will read like Jorge Luis Borges and their mind yeah. is blowing, or yeah. uh, watch a Yadorowski movie, their mind is blowing. This guy listens to the bass track, from right? Yeah, <laughs> hot chocolates, you sexy yeah. thing. He goes, they copy Lou Reed's yeah. "Walk on the Wild Side." Yeah, bah, this it's is a travesty. Like, it's like reading the King in Yellow, or something. <laughs> Fucking a. People think they can get away with these things, but, you know, like, they come to light eventually, and this is, like, a serious issue, and I wanted to bring it up, so. This is our new attorney general, by the way. <laughs> Jeff Sessions. Yeah. Lou Reed needs to get the credit for his song, and these, uh, these, uh, hot chocolate guys, they need to grow up. They're dead. They're probably they're dead. They're probably dead you know, now. They're yeah. anymore. So, uh, yeah, just... Needed to call you guys and let you know. Bye. Well, thank you for yeah. that. I hope he's not losing sleep over yeah. this. In other news, the band 10CC is uh, makes sad music. <laughs> so wait, so now Harrison has these queued up. Yeah, yeah. So let yeah. let's just listen to our like listen for ourselves here and okay. decide whether or not Hot Chocolate has yeah. stolen yeah. the baseline for Walk on the Wild Side. Let's do okay. Walk on the Wild Side first. Okay. recognizable that's pretty much the baseline for the yeah. whole fucking thing every now and then it has a doo 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 you know when it goes into the that's well, the color pre- girls say yeah 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 <laughs> it's pretty much the same shit alright so we know that baseline yeah the song ages really well uh, and the people of color say uh, so here's uh, you sexy thing How much weed do you think that guy was? Smoking? I don't know, man. <laughs> like, even if it's the same notes, do 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 do. I think it's like the same bass notes for the, you know. Okay, it might be similar, but yeah. it's like sped up. It's let's also, not- cons- you know, take into account. There's only seven notes. 
You know? I mean, there's a lot of songs that probably use that bass line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think this guy was doing marijuana suppositories. He was that high. It's not, it's pretty fucking far from the same. This isn't like an under pressure ice ice baby situation. It's like, I was just thinking about that. Like, so if an artist like Vanilla Ice took your song and copied it verbatim, that dude deserves to get sued. Yes. And ridiculed mercilessly. Right. But Hot Chocolate maybe took a couple notes from a bass line. Yeah. Maybe two notes and composed them differently. Yeah. And if you're really, really high on a marijuana suppository, you might think it's the same. Yeah. But I don't think Hot Chocolate should be, uh, you know, uh, worthy of our, our scorn. Yeah. You know, I don't think we should... Um, yeah, I don't think we should condemn hot yeah. chocolate for this. Because, you know, there's a lot of fills in the hot chocolate. I mean, it's, it's different. It's very different. <laughs> Come on. I would like to Whatever. hear some more about this guy's music theory, though. Yeah. I hope he calls back. Yeah, I actually, I would. I'd like, yeah, I'd like to know more of these things. Yeah, I would like to know some more right. uh, comparisons to see which, who, how many music thieves we have out yeah. there. Has he heard Stairway and Spirits Taurus? Right. I'd yeah. like to hear his thoughts. He should on have that. weighed in on that legal case. He should have been in the jury. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would have been a different outcome. You know, I, um, I was in the car with my bio dad last week, and um, Purple Haze came on the radio, and he's like, "Wow, a lot." You know, I'd like to see the modern lyricist do that. Excuse me while I kiss this guy. I'd like to see that. And I'm like, "No, it's not. That's a common." You know, misconception. Wait, kiss this guy. Kiss this <laughs> guy. That's a common misconception. People yeah. think it's kiss this guy, but it's kiss this guy. Kiss this guy. But he, yeah. his whole life, thought it gone was kiss this 60 guy. Sixty years, he'd gone thinking it was kiss this guy. So wait, do you think Hendrix was a homosexual? I don't know what All he thought. All this time, or just I don't buy by curious. He probably was by curious, but <laughs> I mean, you know, Hendrix. Uh, but uh, yeah, he just this whole time. You know, it's like the the Echo and the Bunny Men. You know. Where it's like, fate of yeah, the gangster <laughs> whale. <laughs> the killing moon, yeah. yeah. I always thought it was some shit about a whale. I, you know, I always thought it was a whale, too, when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Misfits lyrics are the same thing. Right. Everyone has their own theories. Yeah. Anyway, I want to hear some more of this guy's music theory. Uh, we have one more call. Yeah. And this guy is a, uh, a notorious caller Ugh. that uh, was recently uh, revealed yeah. to be a fraud. A fraud. This is a regular JT Leroy, this yep. guy. He's a, he's a James Fry or whatever. Okay, here we go. Hello. Anderson. Harrison. Anderson. <laughs> he doesn't I mean, know your name. Jesus Christ. This is... An, no. Seven. Wait. Hello. I've called in to tell you a story about a man who used to call in, and his name was Quigley. Quigley Anderson, to be exact. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Hi, my name is Quigley. Uh, my friend used to call me Nightbreaker. And I used to call in as him. But now. People, Harrison is irate right I'm now. So the, the man hasn't mad. had a drink in like six I'm weeks. I'm so he is fucking so furious. angry. I, mean, I haven't seen you this wound up in a, lo- <laughs> in a long time. In a while. I swear to. Okay. You were really upset. Yeah. Oh. I have stopped. You see, I was going through a rather rough patch in my life, and I did not know what to do, so I called in with Quigley, and it helped me to be him. 
to understand him, to let him take control of me. And I understand with Harrison's addiction, I go through the same thing with that. So, I want to tell you. <laughs> I can see the equivalency here. So much. So much. It's not a joke. You are helping me. I wish Harrison can be my real friend because I feel like similar with his sense of humor. I love you. It is not quickly anymore. Yet, but it was used to have been quickly. Goodbye. This poisoner this isn't even a real person. This is like a broken Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> So you, you seem really hurt by this, by this revelation that he, they, that Quigley was a fraud. Well, we knew this. I know we knew it. I yeah. mean, I, but I mean, he, he already we wanted to believe it. But I, I thought from the get go, I was right. like, this is fake. Yeah. You know? But I think you really wanted to believe, and I think you're hurt. I was last time. Now I'm just fucking filled with rage. But just it sounds unmuted, like he wants to be your friend. Un. This guy better not get anywhere near me. All right. <laughs> The affectation, the shtick. Can you imagine dealing with this? Okay, for but even a, even an hour. I just want to say, shtick is ooh. You're dealing with your inner demons. Yeah, yeah. You're going to the Betty Ford Clinic. Yeah. You're dealing with your inner demons. This guy sounds yeah. like he has some issues too, and the way yeah. he dealt with it is by splintering his personality into this Quigley character. Everything's shtick with this guy. All right, nothing so is do you real. Think this is just nothing a fraud. is sincere with this man. It's all it's all a fucking it's all, it's all a big a farce. joke. It's all the, a the farce. whole thing's a farce. Yeah. All it's, right, it's, maybe. Yeah, chicanery with this fellow. <laughs> Everything is chicanery. So you see through this. I do. Yeah. Okay. So I'm even not, if he is making an effort, because it sounds no. like, it sounds like he might love you. He can't even stick. <laughs> he's like the talented Mister. He can't even stick to one fucking accent the whole call. He's, all right. Well, you let, know? Me, let me uh, yeah. let me broach this hypothetical. Okay. Let's say uh, once we uh, launch your sober companion site, yeah, some guy hires you. Yeah, you end up meeting meeting him. You're on, you know, you're driving around, about to go get a coffee at the, yeah. at the Starbucks, and he breaks into the hell of him. Are you just going to start smashing his head against a windshield? My Rottweilers will eat well that <laughs> night. Is what I'll say. <laughs> they really will. You know. <laughs> No. I want to know Quigley's real name. Give us your real name yeah. and start calling in like a normal person. Yeah, you know. Give me your address. You need to win Harrison over. It doesn't sound like he's going to be your friend. Yeah, it'll take more than that. Anyway, people call Sigma Wrong Hotline three two three five two two four zero three two. We got one email here that went to um, the Sigmaron Podcast Hotmail dot com address. Came from A G Fox over in England. He says, "Hey D Harrison." Saw this story about Mayweather visiting my home city of Birmingham and thought you'd find it interesting. Remembering Harrison mentioning how much he admired the man in a previous episode. Do you admire Mayweather? Who? Mayweather, the boxer. No. I don't I know nothing about it. <laughs> he must have been on one when he said that. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Floyd Mayweather, the boxer, the guy's undefeated. Is he dead? No, he's uh, no. he might fight Conor McGregor. Okay. Which uh, is, he's a big UFC guy, so there might be a fight between a boxing guy and... I know nothing gr- about any of this. You've never heard of Floyd Mayweather? No. The guy's like the, um, the probably the best boxer in the world. I actually think he's really boring. That but- sounds like the name of a boxer from like the 70s, but not 
You know, that, I don't know. Uh, kind of. I yeah. mean, but he's like, uh, like undefeated. Like Willie, he's fought like, like fifty times. Willie Mays Hayes from uh, <laughs> Sugar Ray Letter. No, yeah. I forget what they call him. But it's okay. Floyd Mayweather. Okay, but anyway, they're they're trying to hype this. He's retired, yeah. but the guy, like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. for the the Pacquiao f- fight, he won like six hundred million dollars. He got paid yeah. for it. So anyway, Conor McGregor, the Irish UFC fighter, wants to fight him. Yeah, and it, I think it'd be great to see that. Although it's just Floyd Mayweather is just going to run in circles and hit a couple punches every now and then until McGregor just tires out. I mean, the guy from Sugar Ray's name was Mark McGrath. That's the best I can do for you. Sorry. <laughs> That's the best I can get in here. So okay. he says, what a welcoming bunch us Brummies, which is what Birmingham residents apparently are called, right. appear to be. Oh, anyway, just to today. Uh, no, wait. He says today, but I think it's a mistake. Anyway, just told my fiance how much I really love the show, and I keep keep doing it because it gets me through my manic Mondays on my way to and from work. All right, Bed, best podcast going by far. Kind regards, Ag Fox. P.S. Ages ago, you mentioned a guy who was harassing you at the gym who looked a lot like the giant blank guy from the Green Mile. Yeah. We never got an update of the outcome of this situation. Yeah. Did he indeed get those pants, or did you manage to escape with your pants, your dignity, and your chocolate cherry intact? You guys are moving in together, right? Isn't yeah. that how that works <laughs> out? We're best friends now. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're buds. Yeah. Um, now, you know what happened? It's like, so this was a while ago. Yeah. I went out and got, I got tattooed. It's like last year. I got yeah. tattooed. And so I didn't go back to the gym for like three months or something mm. until I was healed. And then when I got back, I knew he was never there again. Ah. So I don't know what happened to the guy. Yeah. But you know what's weird is I remember, so this was like last, yeah, this was probably like about a year ago What the this fuck time. was the name of the mouse in that movie? In the Green Mile? Yeah. I don't remember. It's like Mr. Whiskers or something. <laughs> but you know what was weird about this yeah. guy? I remember I had got, it was when I was in Europe last time. Mr. Jingles. I, Mr. Jingles. Okay, all right. I got my uh, my chest and uh, front front torso tattooed. Yeah. And so I was at the gym, and that dude was there, and I hadn't seen him in a while. And he was just like, "Oh, you got more tattoos? Can I see it?" And I was just like, "No, I'm not. I'm not yeah. showing my tattoos." And yeah. I kind of like was like, "Yeah, it's this whole area." And he started going into telling me like that he's never had any tattoos. This is the last time I saw him. He didn't have any tattoos, but. He had a gauged piercing. Okay. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, gauged piercing. I was like, he's like, yeah, but my Prince Albert was gauged. Oh, Jesus. This guy had gauged his piercing, like, to be a half inch in right. his dick. Yeah. And I was, just, he was telling me this, and I was kind of looking at him like, and maybe he expected me to say, like, can I see it? But I was just kind of like, how do you pee? He said he had to sit down when he pees forever. Or he gets pee all over everything. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Who would want a gauged? Maybe it's a gay thing. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I was just kind of. I was just like, God. Like, who would do that? How would you do that? First of all, to get a to to stick a piece of metal, pierce a piece of metal through your penis. Yeah. Is kind of insane. Yeah. To gauge that piercing ah! is just. I don't even understand that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's like Charles Manson insanity. I don't know. Anyway, it was in uh, answer to your question. I don't know. I never saw the guy, so yeah. <laughs> I still go to that shitty gym. But yeah, I don't see him anymore. He disappeared, yeah. along with Richard Simmons. He disappeared with Richard. They all Simmons. disappeared. Something happened. Yeah. 
People, uh, best way to listen to the show is iTunes. It's the best yeah. way to listen to the show. Yeah. I gotta say, like, there's lots of ways to listen to the show. Many different avenues you can go about to download the Sick and Wrong podcast. We recommend iTunes. Just go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, comment. Yeah, we want to get yeah. in like the top five. Right. That's the goal. <laughs> also, apparently there's photos of uh, Amanda Seafried and uh, Emma Watson out there. You know, uh, actually, uh, true confession here, I did a search for that for about 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Today, 20 minutes. I couldn't mm. find them. Okay, okay. And there's lots of photos. Like, you search for I figured Amanda's, you'd be the man to ask about this. You, you do a search for Amanda Seafried nude. Yeah, yeah. And there's pictures of her, or what I assume to be a porn star's body, but right. with her head photoshopped oh, on sure, it. That yeah. looks pretty damn authentic. Okay. You know, it gets the job done, if you know what I'm saying. All right, sure. But yeah, I heard there's a, it's almost like another fappening. Right. Emma Watson, Amanda Seyfried. All right. So what I would do is do a search for that online, and then after you're done, go download the newest episodes. Take it this is all Marissa Meyer's fault. I always blame her for everything. Yeah. Uh, Cafe Press. We do have a Cafe Press store. So you can go to sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. You can click on the Cafe Press link, and you can buy Sick and Wrong merch to your heart's content. I mean, you could outfit your baby in Sick and Wrong attire. Yeah. Yeah, there's like stupid, sick and wrong baby clothing. stupid baby. I'm sure your baby would love that. Yeah. Like years later when they're like a, you know, a right. young adult. Yeah. Like, you put what on me? A right. sick and wrong baby? What, what is that? Yeah. It's going to traumatize What's a, a podcast? <laughs> what, do you, what do you want from me? So as I mentioned before, and much like the intro said, a big papa spurf uh, threatened to finger me. Threatened to finger me if I didn't play his song. Yeah. So I looked, I looked back through my Facebook messages and I found his original message. He says, hello, I am your listener by the name of Big Papa Smurf. Would you like for me to send you an MP3 to plug my band, Autumn Lies Buried? Or you can just play it through uh, the website. Mm. So he sent me a link and uh, people check it out. It's kind of like that, uh, I don't know, like that metalcore. You, you ever listen to Lamb of God? Sure. Or, They're uh, metal, right? They're or, just metal. Uh, what's that? There's another band called like uh, Darkest Hour. There's, there's that, but, it, but it's like that really heavy screaming metal. Like it, it's different than like Metallica or Slayer, or the thrash metal or black metal. Even it's just a different kind. Of, it's like Lamb of God. They have that own sound. I, okay. I almost want to say it's metalcore. Okay. That being said, it's a fucking heavy song. So we're gonna end the show here with a, with a song called Self Destructive. By Autumn Lies Buried, which is Big Papa Smurf's band. And you should see their their uh, their photos on their Facebook page. It looks like like the type of hillbillies you'd see in Hill Hills Have Eyes. Like oh, scary looking well, hillbillies. All those guys, yeah, yeah, very scary. Uh, you can go to facebook.com slash alb band or soundcloud.com slash alb metal, and you can check out Autumn Lies Buried. Thanks, Big Papa Smurf, for sending that in. And I apologize for the delay in playing it. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode 576. Till then, take a sleazy. Ah!
You know, my mom, I was talking to my mom when I was in rehab and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to drink anymore. She's like, she's like, oh, that's good. I can still drink around you though, right? And I'm like, yeah, mom, it's fine. <laughs> well, it's hard not to. Yeah.